Liam, when you're looking for a reaction from your players, is a game against Cardiff City one of the perfect games to get that reaction? I think any game. I think obviously the the fact it's a derby as well helps. But I think the, the biggest thing was to see the reaction in training this week, which we've had. It was a really good session on Tuesday. Um, you know, in terms of the basics, the intensity, the competitiveness, the you know the the way they went about it was excellent on Tuesday. And, and obviously, then rolling into the weekend, it would will definitely be a case of that of you know sticking to our processes. It's not about doing anything crazily different, but it's making sure that we we hit the level we know we're capable of. What have you learned about your squad over the last two games? Uh, I think it, whether it's learn or whether it's kind of revisiting bits that we've spoken about before, I think it, you know, there were two slightly different games and of course the lads were hugely disappointed. You know, everybody after Southampton was on such a high, but you know, the team's the same, it's the same group of players, the same team that hit that level against Southampton. I think it's just how you manage games differently and I think that's the, the bit, you know, QPR was, the, the, you know, the, the challenge was more tactical, which we didn't get right, which, you know, I'm okay with. I know we can work on the, the tactical side of it and then obviously the weekend I thought was slightly different in terms of, you know, just little bits around the basics, disconnecting, um, you know, and the, and the mental side of it, which again was just little bits on that. So the, the bits we've spoken about before, the bits that we, you know, we have to work out, bits that we have to get better at um, and, and, and that's, the, that's the challenge, you know, we want to make sure that we hit the level we're capable of. But I guess the, the questions and the challenges the last two games have raised, are, are they things you're probably already aware of? It was just showed out maybe in, in more public terms in terms of those two games. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. They're, they're, they're bits that we've spoken about before. Um, and what the group's done is shown before that we can respond. I remember, you know, after Blackburn having a similar conversation and then obviously we backed it up with a few results. And, and that's it in this division. The margins are so fine that if you don't get it right or you're not quite at it, you, you rightly so get punished for it. So... We've responded before. Um, I, I don't want to keep, you know, going on runs like we have, where we, you know, start to build a bit of momentum and then we set ourselves back a couple. And the lads don't. The lads, you know, the lads are really hurting at the weekend and rightly so. So, I think it's now a case of, you know, what, what you have to make sure you do is you learn, you stick together, and you know, you bounce back. What kind of game are you expecting on on Saturday? Are you anticipating having a lot of possession and a lot of the ball? Well, I think it. Uh, the, they're, you only have to look at their results. They've across the course of the season been similar, I think, where they've you know picked up some results and had some tough times and picked up some results. So again, there's a there's a similar pattern for a lot of uh, a lot of sides that are in and around us. Um, so we know, as I always say, we, we never take a team lightly. We know it'll be a difficult game, um, and whatever they decide to do or you know whatever the game looks like, we have to be prepared. And I think that's the biggest bit mentally that we can't go out with any expectation to dominate. Um, you know, because again, I think the you know, if you if you work like you're definitely gonna have a lot of the ball, you know, you can potentially be surprised. So we have to we have to go out with a with a clear head and make sure that whatever the game presents, we find a way of controlling it in a manner that we want. I spoke to two or three people about Cardiff and they've all made me smile. They said the same thing, set pieces, they're dangerous on set pieces. How do you prepare for that other than try not to concede free kicks? Well yeah, that not not give them away is always a good starting point, right? But I also then think after that, making sure you're disciplined, you do your job properly and Again, give the lads a, a huge amount of credit to date they have. Um, and at the same point, uh, you know, hopefully people are saying the same things about us. If you look at the goals we've scored, um, you know, terrific header at the weekend from Nigel for set piece. So I think we, you know, the other end of the pitch, we carry as big a threat. So it's making sure that you know, in both boxes, that we we do our jobs and we're clinical. Our weekly team news update: Is anyone back into the squad this week? Nigel's been full training, so we're going to see how he responds to today. So Nazy's close, um, and the rest, you know, hugely frustrated and disappointed. Twiney's can't seem to shake this little thing in his quad, despite you know we've scanned it, we've checked it, we have to obviously you know treat what's presented to us as well. So he's he's not quite not quite there yet.
which again, like I said, when you see the impact of the first game, it's now been you know a long period of time that he's been out, which it's hugely frustrating for all. But at the same point, we have to make sure that you know he gets back right. Um, and then JMO, JMO was outside doing a little bit this morning just to see how he responds because um, he's still carrying a bit of pain. But he's someone that knows his body terrifically well, and you know he's able to feedback how he feels. So he's struggling for the weekend, but um, yeah, we got we got Nazy back. It looks like. I guess the good thing for, for Scott was that he played regularly for Hull before coming to Ashton Gate. How much of a concern is it that you can't get him out on the pitch at the moment? Yes, yeah, a concern, a frustration more than anything because I know the quality he can bring. So I'm actually seeing him this afternoon um, for, for an update uh, to see where he's at. So again, like I said, you, the culture we live in now, the world, everything gets scanned. So there's that balance of you know, treating the scan as well as treating him. So we have to make sure, like I said, that both are right. That you know, The scan that we, we have shows that he's, he's definitely close to healed it's now obviously making sure the other side of it as well and you know that how he feels when he steps on there's good as well um did i say ben Arus back on the pitch training um obviously saturday's too soon but just how's he getting on it's great to see him back out there yeah delighted he obviously had a, a, a tough long period out so again i think um been really impressed he's trained with us now for a few weeks we're, we're going to look to get him involved in a 21s game soon um but yeah in terms of, in terms of how he's done in training he's had a, he's made a real positive impression so yeah, I'm looking looking forward to seeing you know, how he comes back. Might we see him this season? Possibly, possibly. I'd never want to rule it out. I think you know the 21s game could be close. So I think obviously, look with the, with the duration he's been out, you don't want to force it, rush it, and, and set him back. I think you do have to be careful. Um, so we'll we'll look to like I said, get him an increased minute in in 21s games. You know, increase his workload of us in training, and then yeah, if he responds, as you, as, as you know, you have to see how he responds to the fixtures before you can then make that call. But I'm um, hopefully will be a. Yeah. And only because we're speaking to him today, but Tommy Conway um, obviously did well in the FA Cup, hasn't scored a league goal for a while. Um, Cardiff would be a perfect game to get back on the horse, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. Any game, right? I think he'll just be desperate to score. Um, and, and to be fair to him, he's, he's out there doing extra finishing today. We've, we did a lot of work on it on Tuesday as well. So again, I think it's, yeah, I think the, you know, the stage of his career, at, you, know, you can see it's, it's going in little patches where you have good runs and you know, it's just tr- trying to find that level of consistency. And finally, I guess and the likes of Scott Murray have told you all about seven-side derbies, what it's like to win them, but also what it's like to lose them. Um, what are you expecting on Saturday, a lunchtime kickoff? Lots of tickets are being sold. Should be a great atmosphere. Yeah, energy, atmosphere, I think that's, that's the biggest bit. I think, you know, in terms of, and said it a lot, we have to try and generate that. I think we have to create that with, you know, the way we play by trying to get on the front foot, by trying to be aggressive, by trying to, you know, make the game look what, like we want to. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, the fans can follow and give us the energy that we need as well. Good luck, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate we are looking to the weekend, but just to quickly revisit Sheffield, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, how much have you kind of looked back at the game plan and how it kind of mapped, how it, how it played out? And have you kind of seen anything that perhaps could have been done a bit differently from that? No, I think if you, if you actually look at it, like I said, the first 15 minutes was OK. We actually, we knew they'd probably come out and get after us a little bit, um, given they're at home. So we, we expected to come and press. We expected them to play a five. We expected a lot of what they did. And, you know, we did a lot of work to, well, in the time that we had to, to basically prepare for that. Um, and then the next bit is, if you actually look at the game, the big momentum shifts came from us and not so much on them, you know. Little little bits where, you know, little, little errors creep in, little bits that all of a sudden shift the momentum in their favour, which, you know, if you then go second half, the control, uh, you know, a lot of it was in their half. And, of course, you know, then staying connected and not giving away counter-attacks became the game a little bit more second half than looked look slightly different. So we didn't we didn't execute the plan clearly. Um, and then it's understanding why didn't we do it. Is it Was it tactical reasons? Was it... 
psychological reasons what was it and you know and there was a there was a, a few bits in there and um they're the stuff that we've looked at this week so what what do you think you think it was a bit of everything or was there something specifically why it didn't what why it wasn't executed yeah i think it's slightly different i think to the qpr like i said i thought qpr was more how do we break their block down tactically uh, at the weekend i thought there was you know just too many shifts in momentum where it was off an error um so again like i said uh our first 15 minutes was okay in terms of we had the ball, spun it in behind and pressed quite well, dealt with their directness, maybe didn't land on seconds well enough. But in general, that was okay. I think then after that, what then tended to happen, we obviously they scored, which you know heightens emotion. And then for me, it was then a case of you know rather than sticking to the plan and doing what we're doing uh, to, to get success, you know we, we then followed it up with a few too many mistakes, which you know was then hard to break that rhythm and that momentum. So like I said, for me, it was a combination of bits tactically then when you're emotional you then tend to disconnect a little bit more so you know I think you know emotion is a hugely powerful thing that um, enables you to do certain things and I want players that are emotionally invested and care and you know have aggression and have fight but at the same point you have to control it if if you don't then you know for example you know pressing collectively is a great example where if you're playing off emotion you might go and chase things when other people aren't ready with you hence you get a disconnect so I think it's they're, they're the bits is how do you bring it all together and that, at this level you know you have to make sure that you know, psychologically, you're in a good place. Physically, you're in a good place, and tactically, you're in a good place as well. So there's no. Um, I'm not saying that I would expect you to say yes, but there's no feeling of ripping everything up. You, you, you in terms of like how you're approaching games. There's, you know, there's enough. Even in defeats and below par performances, there's enough to take things forward as at the same time. Well, yeah, I think that's that's the bit that makes me laugh a little bit. To be fair, because 12 days ago. Everything was fine, right? Everybody was happy. Everything was great. Tactically, it was great. You lose two games, of course. You don't want to lose. You don't want to perform. But it's the same group of players, the same team, the same. And that, that's why, for me, again, I think it's understanding. You know, when when the games do look different, when the expectations different, when the manner of control looks different, how do you then come out on top, and how do you then get success? And again, of course, people straight straight away tend to jump to tactics. But for me. Tactics have to be underpinned by your, you know your focus and your behaviours that you show with it. So and the basics, the basics of the game. You know we can talk about tactics, but if your basics aren't at a level, then of course you're going to struggle. So um, yeah, now for me, I, I, everything that we're doing, I believe in. I, I wouldn't change any of the the process that we go through, the way that we work. Is is ultimately making sure that we become better at you know in those moments. Yeah, how much have you adapted? As a as a coach since you came here in November to kind of where we're at now. I guess there's sort of two parts to this question. How much have you adapted and how much how much has the team progressed in the kind of the way you wanted it to? Yeah, of course, you, you, I have to adapt because of what, what players we have ultimately. I think that's, you know, the, the, the again, I think, you you know, you sometimes if you're, if you're that stubborn and you're that set, I think, you know, it can be at your detriment sometimes, of course. I have a clear idea of what I want it to look like in my head. And, you know, we've got close to that at times this season, but... At the same point, you know, uh, I know there's still a lot to come in terms of, you know, the group that we've got here, the capacity to, you know, learn, to improve, to, to get better in, in key moments. And then also in terms of beyond that, of then adding the right you know, profile in the summer, which I think is also key as well. So I think it's, it's the two for me. Um, but again, I think it, like I said, it's, I, I'm not getting carried away because of, you know, two poor performances. I think, like I said, if you look at the 20 before that, there was only one out of 20. So... Of course, it, you could probably have told I was not too happy at the weekend, but for me, it, it's an opportunity to change it. There's a lot of talk around, you know, the, the team, we've always done it, the club's always done it, the this, that, the other. And uh, that, that's the bit that excites me. I think it's an opportunity to change it. And again, I said it to the players, I think it's an opportunity for them to change it, for them to, you know, to grab it and, and go, right, this is the direction we're going in. And 
and, and doing everything in our power to make sure that you know we, we stop that happening so everybody stops saying it. Um, Rich mentions about Tommy. Obviously, we we'll speak to him in a bit. Um, in terms of him having chance or taking chances, but obviously he needs to have them at the same time. Um, he may or may not agree. I don't know, but he's not getting the same volume perhaps as he has before in terms of quality as well. Um, the second half at Hillsborough, you know, there were I think it was nine attempts, but it was only sort of a couple where you know you, they were sort of high quality chances, if you like. Um, how are you going to crack that ultimately? Yeah, work, work. Um, it's work. It's also the players stepping up and delivering the quality. I think that we can give them all the information, do all the work on there on the pitch, but. You know, normally when you step on the pitch, you've got 11 opposition players trying to stop you doing it. And that, that's the bit I can't give you the feeling, the, you know, the intensity, the problem-solving in-game. They're the bits where you, know, you, have, you have to step up, whether it be the positions that you move into. And they're the bits, if you want to learn that, that take a little bit of time. Um, but that, 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 that's the big bit for me. I think you know, before that, the, the chances were, again, we, we'd created chances. We had the last two, again, different when you look at the opposition setting up. I, I referenced Arsenal-Porto last week, which... Perception is, you know, you're playing two teams that are down there, you should create loads of chances, but not the case. If you see, I watched Stoke QPR, to be fair, and Stoke went off a set piece. Um, so, again, I, I think what you find when you face teams like that and, you know, they tend to sit off, defend the box, um, you know, it becomes in quite difficult to break down. So, that's why I think, you know, it's, it's a slightly different game then for Tommy. I think if you look in terms of some of the games where, you know, like a West Ham where there's more space on the back of people and they... They're slightly more open and, you know, we can regain it and there's more space to work in. It's, it's completely different for him to when we play against a team that, you know, it's then about how cute are you with your movement in the box and, you know, working in tight areas. So, again, in, in, difficult in terms of there's, there's so much to work on that, you know, like I said, it's, some of it takes time and some's on us and some's on the players to step up as well. Cal, uh, hopefully coming back um, in squad, whatnot, is, is obviously great news. It's in kind of interesting timing because Saturday was perhaps the first game, and in, in I don't know, well, for a long time, really, where kind of Rob and Zach didn't have well, quite uncomfortable afternoons. They've been so consistent, so solid as a partnership. Um, what did you kind of attribute that to on Saturday and kind of it didn't quite work? Um, obviously, the two goals, the identity of the goal scorer sort of shone a focus on them as well. Like, was, was, you know, was there anything behind it you thought... I've been delighted with the two of them. I think that's the that's the biggest bit. I think you can tell now. Just the, I think that's the, the the bit that the players and we have to fight so hard is to make sure that we stay quite emotionally even. I think you know, like I said, interviews after Southampton, everybody's sky high. Two weeks later, everybody's doom and gloom. And again, I think that's the big bit for me. Of two have been great, of course. Frustrated to concede the two goals, have to do the defend better. But again, I think you know when you look at previous games before, they've done a terrific job of of defending the box. I think it's been a huge strength of ours. You know, Middlesbrough away is one where I think of you know the number of times they got into areas, but actually we had bodies around it. So things also being a uh, the, the, lad, the lads have done great. I think it's you know such a relentless period. Just because you know all of a sudden we've had one down week doesn't mean that you're not carrying the the physical or psychological fatigue from that. Uh, I'm not going to make excuses. We have to be better. But again, at the same point, uh, I'm, I'm not going to get too down about it. I think they've done terrifically well. So for me, I try to tend to look for the you know the positive things and the you know, the, the good things in people and, and what we're doing rather than just focus on everything that's negative. Uh, how was uh, Josh Stokes this week? Um, saw a few sort of clips of him out on the training ground. How's he kind of, I appreciate it's one, the conversation for another day in terms of his yeah. kind of involvement, but like from from training perspective, what's what's he been like? Trained really well. So he, he, he did the technical work with everybody on Monday and then recovery because of obviously played on Saturday and 
he, he did the session Tuesday, fitted in really well, showed some really good quality. He was really, you know, made a really good first impression, to be fair. So, like I said, he's, he's one that we had a good chat with him. Um, we will try and get him in again in the future when programs allow to, you know, to try, keep trying to reintegrate him. But we were really, really pleased with him, um, what, what he did on Tuesday. Um, so it's a case of, you know, keep, keep chipping away. He's obviously goal return in the National League at his age is, is terrific. Make sure he has a, you know, a, 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 obviously rests in the summer. But I, I think, you know, for people like him, for Seb, I think coming back pre-season, a bit between your teeth and in great physical shape is really important to then, you know, try and force your way into the team here. Or, um, you know, that, that, that's only for me the, the biggest things in the summer. Um, last one for me. You mentioned 21s for Eamon. Um, I just wondered, um, Adam Murphy, if there's been sort of any progression in terms of the work he's been doing and how close we might be seeing him in some capacity for one of the teams. Yeah, he's still a while away, I think, in terms of the, the bits. I haven't had a huge number of conversations recently, but I know he's doing a, a huge amount of work in the gym again. I think he's, he's another one where he's, like I said before, I think, you know, making sure that um, his target only is, of course, get back in and around, you know, training and being, you know, involved before the end of the season. But the biggest thing is getting right and ready for preseason for him. So, again, I think you know, there are bits where, yeah, he's still a little way off. Is that surprising that it's taken this long? Or, yeah, you'd have to speak to the medical experts on that one. To be fair, I knew I knew prior to him coming in, and obviously that he. He had the you know issues in in terms of it, and it's one that you know with him as a footballer and as a character, you know we we, we like. But again, I think it's it, it, sometimes you can have timescales in your head, but you also have to react and present uh, and work off of you know what comes in front of you. So again, he's, he's working hard, and the lads, the staff are working hard with him. So we have to make sure that you know he, he keeps pushing. Cheers, Liam. Thank you. Hi, Liam. Uh, on Cal, um, we can see from a, a video the club made during the week of him training. You can see how. Uh, demanding he is of himself and his teammates in training. Um, would you say you've well, not necessarily missed them, but is it a boost to have his leadership skills back on the pitch rather than just off the pitch? Yeah, of course. Someone knows his experience, quality, being there, done it. I think another you know, voice he's got. Yeah, terrific, terrific to have him back around it. Um, you know, when you have him, and obviously, you know, Jamo hopefully back soon. I think you know someone else has got a voice that you know you, you need that in the team. You need leaders. You need people to step up, especially in moments where it's not going well. So. Again, having having Nazi's back, he, he, looked, he trained really well on Tuesday. I know he felt it a little bit yesterday. It was quite a tough session. So, um, yeah, 100% having someone like him back in and around the group is terrific. Yeah, uh, and it must have been a frustrating period from him being out and, like James said, seeing um, Zach and Rob performing so, at such a consistent level. Um, what's his reaction been like to that before he come back fit? So when you just see him about, was he always really you know determined to get back to it? Yeah, his, his work ethic's been great. I think, you know, um, in terms of things like in meetings, he's extremely vocal, which, again, having, you know, like I said, when you've had the career he's had so far, you know, being able to pass on bits to the group and especially some of the younger players is, you know, I, I think it's usually powerful. And, you know, we try to try to extract it out of them. We try to pull it out. So rather than having, having all this experience and knowledge that we pull it out so that he, you know, he can share it. So, um, he's been he's been excellent around the group. He's a big character, big personality, and again, like I said, you know, the group are delighted to have him back. Yeah, um, yeah Ephraim Yuba uh, was loaned out uh, last week. I just wonder what you want him to gain uh, from his that, that experience. Yeah, I think you know when you look at when you look at F, I think there's a development in terms of how it works. Everyone's pathway journey looks different. Again, I think he had a really good stretch training with the first team and getting a few minutes in around it. But I think in terms of you know, actually, you, you only got to look at Seb. You know, getting getting games regularly, I think you know become equally important. So once that stretch, the travel, especially with a program that we had of Saturday, Tuesday, Saturdays, you know, same again next week. I think sometimes you end up training quite often in a group of eight, um, 
or jumping in 21s fixtures. So going out and playing men's football, um, and, and the level's good. Conference South is a good level. So again, I think you know going and uh, you know going and putting pressure on yourself to deliver. I think you know is something that we think is quite important for his development and. And it's happened before, you know, speaking with Brian, Brian's obviously hugely experienced and done a terrific job of it previously. Um, you know, I know the close link we have them, we have with them and having the players we've sent there before that have obviously gone on to achieve certain things, I think it's a good, you know, it's a good challenge and step for him at this moment. Yeah. And like you say, Tommy obviously went on loan at Bath a while ago as well. Um, um, what kind of uh, factors go into that decision making, whether to loan Young players out, all keep them in house for them to develop. Is there, I assume there's a lot of different factors. Yeah, and conversations. Um, I, I speak with Brian every day. We sit down every day. I think um, you know it's the balance of what does the first team need. Um, you know, whether it be depth, numbers, you know, options, who's ahead of who, um, and, and then ultimately then where you send them, what, you, what you're hoping to get from it. So it's not just you know throwing people out for the sake of it. I was actually talking to Brian today about Zach. If you look at Zach's journey. I know one thing Brian had said was around toughening him up, so he sent him to Aki, which is a, is a good place to go, right? So I think there's that. I think you know, there's others that haven't been on loan that don't need to. Um, so again, I think it, they're, they're, they're conversations. And again, I think that's the, that's the key to it, is having you know, real tra- transparent, open conversations, understanding what players need, you know, understanding you know, in their, where in their journey they are. And I actually think, I think some players are developing and maturing a little bit later now. I think it was previously you know, at 17, 18, some are ready to be in and around it. I think with the level and you know of, of everything, the level of player, the level of resources, the level of coaching, I think with so much of it now that you know some players tend to come through a little bit later. So it's also you know mapping out pathways and having options for those. So I think that's the skill of it is is it's identifying and then working off of you know how players react and where they're at in their journeys and understanding you know what level can they get to. Yeah, and you mentioned Seb. You must be delighted to um, secure kind of his future at the club. And um, I know it's obviously early days, but what do you see him bringing to the team further down the line? Yeah, Seb obviously trained with us the other day as well, so it was t- terrific to meet him. Saw his goal actually, terrific finish the other night, moment of real quality. I think that's it. I think he, I liked when I sat with him, he was quite, he was quite clear in what type of player he is and what he needs to get better at. So I think that's always a good starting point if you've got someone that knows their strengths and areas to improve. I think you, you can then, you know, get into the work straight away. So I think when you look at his honesty, his running, his competitiveness and, and his goal return, to be fair, I'd look this morning, six and 22, I think, you know, it's, uh, you know, for, for a first proper loan, I think it's a really good return from a goal perspective as well. So he's another one that you know we'll try and get in between now and the end of the season, fitting it around obviously Newport's schedule. Um, and then yeah, and then again, I, I think it's similar to Josh Stokes' go away program, you know, and, and try and force your way in pre-season. I think it's such a key opportunity and key moment to you know if you, if you do come back and you're marginally fitter than people around you, you get a bit of a head start when it comes to training, but also games. So. Again, it would be a similar message when I sit with him.